0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crying, Pain, and Paranoia. It's us! We're back. Your favorite Emily's. This week, our theme is haunted, which is so very appropriate for Mm -hmm. this podcast. So it should be a fun episode today. Fair warning for anyone who doesn't necessarily like this, but today's going to be all paranormal. Yeah, so just prepare yourself. Yeah. Um... Oh, Emily, before we get into it, mm-hmm. I do have one true crime-related question. I'm going to be a little bit naughty. Okay. So, Murder With My Husband asked this question mm-hmm. this week at the beginning of their episode, and I wanted to ask you, if you could choose one unsolved or cold case to know the answer to, what would you choose? in Literally, that's what I was thinking. I question that every day of my life. Same because like other cases you like you kind of an idea but like you they just don't have the evidence but yeah. like we kind of know what happened but that one like pfft. but with john bonnet you never know no
1: yeah plus like when i die that's gonna be one of my first questions fair i'm gonna be like so what happened
0: yeah hmm. i mean i'm sure there's other ones but but that one specifically yeah. that one comes to mind off the bat yeah anyway how are you feeling today, Emily? Today, I feel like I swallowed boiling water. I have oh. really
1: bad heartburn. For <laughs> Emily. Yeah, it's fine. She I'm ought to be passing out.
0: away. Yeah. How do you feel, Emily? Um, today, my fatigue has been crazy, and I'm just, like, achy. Uh-huh. So, I feel like that type of tired you only feel in an airport, and you're just oh. rotting, i hate and, that like feeling. your flight's so delayed and you just like there's nothing you can do there's no saving you your in this body world. hurts from yeah. traveling Mm-mm. yeah that's what i feel not a good feeling well with that let's get into it this podcast contains sensitive material such as violence murder paranormal activity and other adult topics So listener discretion is advised well, we do research all of our episodes, we are just two Emilys with a microphone and a passion for all things spooky. Take it with a grain of salt. All of our sources will be in the show notes. Okay, Emily, so you've definitely heard of this i wasn't expecting to surprise you with a paranormal case to be honest i don't know why i was
1: thinking about this day like some people have their special interests where they they love to research it they Mm -hmm. love to figure it out and i was like why do i do that with ghosts
0: literally because
1: i was watching like hank green or something on a podcast and he was like i just love the curiosity of it i love to figure things out and i was like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. okay me but with ghosts fair i'll be there if there's a ghost
0: involved yeah It was also an episode that Sam and Colby did. Ooh, so I definitely seen it. Yeah, like for sure. Definitely. (laughs) So today I'm going to tell you all about the Yorktown Memorial Hospital. Yes. Yes. I'm a little surprised you haven't done this. Just a little bit.
1: I get so overwhelmed when I know like it's going to be a haunting or I know I want to go paranormal. So I get overwhelmed with the idea of doing
0: that. There's so many. Yeah um the research on this one's a little bit interesting but we'll get into it okay so located just 75 miles southeast of san san antonio lies the infamous yorktown memorial hospital in yorktown texas didn't know there was a yorktown texas the spirits that lurk in the dark and decaying corridors have lured the paranormal investigators from around the world to enter into steps seeking the secrets of former patients and workers. It appears as if the spirits of the thousands who died here may still be lurking in the corridors trying to escape the tormented life they once led. From a violent nun apparitions Apparitions? Apparitions. Apparitions. To a spirit summoning copy of the pokey little puppy what one can
1: (laughs) (laughs) i did not know that name
0: (laughs) well you didn't do it okay okay one can never know what to expect when they enter one of the most haunted hospitals in the u.s so basically yorktown is in a one of those tiny towns that is between san antonio and the gulf of mexico Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of really old buildings in the town, um, but, like, at the very end is the Yorktown Memorial Hospital with huge arch entrance, untouched by the brush, which, like, everything else is covered in brush, so mm-hmm. it looks really creepy. It's the creepiest, coolest-looking thing you'll ever see. It is really cool. It was built in 1950 by nuns, and it definitely looks its age. Uh, Yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i'm like remembering sam and colby she's going not this. cute
0: inside for no. sure there's like
1: leaves everywhere and things are like broken down and then there's that weird chapel
0: yeah well also like there's so many things left behind yeah like all the hospital equipment like toys like so much stuff mm-hmm. that it's just like extra spooky so the yorktown memorial hospital was opened the year following its construction its name paying uh, homage to those from Yorktown who fought and lost their lives during World War II. The Felician Sisters of the Roman Catholic Church kept the hospital open until 1986, when another hospital opened just a few miles away in Curo, Texas, uh, thus putting Memorial Hospital out of business. Mm -hmm. During his time under the care of the nuns, the hospital was said to have lost over 500 patients in a six-year span. A staggering number of fatalities for such a small building in such a small amount of time is no wonder that it's said to be plagued by wandering and restless spirits today. So after its shutdown in the 80s, it opened once again to become a drug rehabilitation center until 1988. As one could probably guess, this definitely didn't help with the bad energy of the place, To this day, the Yorktown Memorial Hospital and the people who venture inside have been tormented by the spirits of the desolate building. So there are plenty of stories about the true number of people who died in the hospital, but the number is said to be around 2,000. That's crazy. I've heard, like, anything from 500 to 2,000. Yeah. It's really hard. I also heard... Okay. Okay. Putting this out here now, mm-hmm. I watched the Sam and Colby episode. I rewatched most of it today. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a lot of facts in there that I could not fact check. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they get information on the tour that is like not necessarily readily accessible on the internet. Yeah. Because the people who own it like give them a tour yeah, and all that. So I think or they, they probably have, like, just know more about it. Yeah, or they have, like, the haunted guides. Yeah.
1: Well, they're, like, specific haunting tour guides. that will take you anywhere within, like, 15 miles or something.
0: Yeah, and for some reason, I have found with haunted locations, it's, like, you can only find what they want you to know if you're a tourist. Yeah. And not necessarily, like, for research purposes. Mm -hmm. So when I give you a Sam and Colby fact... I'm going to say where it's from, and you can take it how you will. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So they said around 500. Okay. But some people say 2,000, and I think that discrepancy is because when the hospital um, ended or whatever, closed, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. The staff destroyed all the records, except for from one year. Gotcha. So, uh, anyway. We kind of just... There's a lot we don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation, so I'm trying to, like, take it with a grain of salt. It's like a big thing As we say every day. Yeah. (laughs) So, the building itself is made of about three... Well, 30,000 square feet. 30,000? Yeah which includes a basement and two wings on either side. The second floor was strictly living quarters for those who worked there, mainly the nuns. Mm-hmm. Speaking of employees when it was a rehab facility, it was incredibly difficult to find and keep staff. This eventually led to its closure as those under its care could not be controlled by the few people working there. One of these was named Dr. Leon Norwalski, Norworski? Your guess is as good as mine. It looks German. Okay. Or something. It looks Eastern European. European, Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Noworski was one of the main medical professionals at the facility. He was an older gentleman and practiced medicine into his 90s. By the time of his retirement, he held the oldest medical license in Texas. Unfortunately, this didn't mean patients were the safest under his care. The yes. doctor became known for his fatal mistakes during operations. One such mistake entailed him accidentally splitting the throat of a patient while operating on his thyroid. It's you gotta
1: un- love when a doctor's known for their mess-ups. Like, <laughs>
0: huh? It's, it's unfortunate. Yikes. Uh, it's unclear how something like throat... Well, throat... throat. Froat. Froat. <laughs> throat splitting could be an accident... But, you know, who's to say? (laughs) Whoops, and his arm goes all the way up his throat. So, another... So, he said to wander, wander about. The doctor? The halls, yeah. People also said he, like... There was a lot of male practice that happened under his care. Like, one of the years that we actually have records from, there was, like, one year that was preserved. Mm -hmm. Half of the women and well I, no I think it was the babies half of the babies born or who were there in the labor delivery ward died that year That's half.
1: crazy That's 50%. Yeah,
0: and they were like either stillborn or like miscarried or were aborted. Yikes. So, and I don't think like the abortions were like Well, abortion is a medical term.
1: It's like a sometimes you just have to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So not good. So uh, one of the well-known and less frightening spirits is one of a little girl. Stacy is rumored to be one of the more interactive ghosts of the hospital. In life, her favorite book was The Pokey Little Puppy, and she had the nuns read it to her often. According to some, the book was actually a gift given to her by none other than Dr. Nowarski, with a note from him written on the inside for her. Mm-mm. In the afterlife, Stacy frequents several specific areas of the hospital. She is sometimes in her old room on the first floor, and other times she can be seen and heard playing in the basement hallways. Since she loves story time, she can be enticed by sitting in the library reading her favorite book. Stacy being a playful eight-year-old she was, is said to also roll a ball if one asks her to. That's creepy. So also in the Sam and Colby episode, they mentioned that the doctor gifted her this book and a lot Mm -hmm. of people said that he was like creepy towards her. Yeah. And would give her other gifts and stuff. And she was actually the daughter of a nurse who worked there, or like Mm -hmm. one of the other doctors and she would just bring her to work because she didn't have childcare. Mm-hmm. and stacy ended up dying in the hospital under suspicious circumstances some some people point the finger at the doctor well yeah he was being
1: creepy towards her he also somehow magically slit someone's throat mm-hmm. it's like dude
0: yeah we don't we don't trust him no that's us So a few nuns are also known to still be hanging around, although stories of them aren't what one would expect. People who have investigated and toured the hospital claim that the nuns can be violent. Visitors have been choked, scratched, or rushed at. It seems particularly bad for those who have tattoos. One sister has been seen in different spots around the building and photos of her i didn't like that
1: (laughs) sorry no it's my monitor shifting (laughs)
0: um one sister has been seen in different spots around the building and photos of her in her habit have been caught as well scary i hate
1: i hate a ghost nun same it's creepy
0: i don't like it it's creepy um a man by the name of doug richards is supposedly among the spirits active at this location all that is really known about him is that he was a heavy equipment mechanic who somehow died there in 73. He roams the halls and one will know it's him by his tall appearance and his white t-shirt and blue jeans. Nice. So he's just around.
1: He's here. He's vibing.
0: Another um, friend that we can see is TJ. Uh, during his time as a drug rehabilitation facility, a young man, some call him TJ, Came to the establishment seeking help, but when he rang the back door bell, no one answered. It's unknown if the bell simply wasn't working correctly or if the nurse on duty had fallen asleep. Either way, poor TJ didn't get help fast enough and his body was found on the steps the next morning. Today, his apparition can sometimes be seen wandering the hall near the back door. So he was like overdosing, trying to get help and knowing, open the door. Yikes. And we don't know why. Yikes. Um, I will mention, during the times that it was a rehab facility, according mm. to St. Um they weren't treated super well. They were often given, like, experimental antipsychotics. Oh, nice. And then just, like, left in a room. So, oh, wow. a lot of them committed suicide in that room mm-hmm. because they were just like left alone and also like anti-psychotics probably wouldn't mix well if they still had drugs in their system or if they had underlying mental health disorders like you can't just give them willy-nilly
1: and they're also experimental yeah and suicidal and and depressive thoughts are on like every single medication that's ever existed yeah and also
0: if you lock someone in a room and leave them there they're not gonna be happy they're not gonna have a good time no so there's that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i think the rehab was actually still run by the nuns so it was also like a very judgmental place which is not usually what you want for rehab no, so that probably played a part in it as well, if I were to guess. Most likely. So the most violent incident that occurred here truly left its mark on the place. Uh, the story goes that there is a love triangle between a female employee, a coworker, and a patient. the T. The <laughs> In other versions of this account, it was a nurse and two patients. In both cases, the woman was caught in the boiler room with one lover by the other. And the one who caught the two reacted viciously. Mm-hmm. He stabbed the woman several times, killing her. The man she was with managed to wrestle the knife away from the attacker and ended up stabbing him to death, either in retaliation or self-defense. Blood spatter on the walls has remained there to this day. The caretaker of the building has claimed that he has tried that he has had it forensically tested, and the result definitely human blood nice so the story has some merit okay at
1: least there's some sort of like evidence usually when you hear ghost stories from like this person died in this exact spot it's like Mm, like we don't really know there's no proof that that person even existed so
0: something happened there
1: something definitely happened there there's human blood there it's us
0: so, the hospital is also a host to other less-identified apparitions and spirits. From orbs to shadow men, nearly everything has been caught on camera at this haunted location. It's also known as a hotspot for capturing top-notch EVPs, with many sessions yielding clear voices. Ugh, Shadows
1: freak me out when they're, like, super crystal clear.
0: Sam and Colby interviewed, like, some of their ghost hunter friends mm-hmm. who hadn't gone there. And they had caught an EVP in the basement where the priest's quarters were. Mm-hmm. And this isn't in this research because I couldn't find it once again. Uh-huh. But the priest was said to have been very, very abusive towards patients and nuns. Uh-huh. Like impregnated nuns yeah, against their will mm-hmm. and just all sorts of terrible things. So, in his quarters, they asked, are you good or evil? He said, I'm evil, but I'm having a good time. Ew. And they're like, that's the longest EVP we've ever gotten, and it was clear. It was Seth and, um...
1: I don't remember their names. Shoot, I forgot the other one. I actually Keep subscribed glasses. to it. Keep
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, it's spooky. spooky. Yeah so i partly wonder if why it's hard to find information on this place because a lot of it is really graphic Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i was thinking yeah um anyway shadows frequent the halls as well as the old uh er rooms and screams can be heard on occasion coming from the labor and delivery ward great sign one of the creepiest things to witness in the battery is the battery-operated dolls in the bedroom. Uh-uh. Which ha- <laughs> nope. I'm out. Which have been caught on camera responding accordingly to requests to laugh and converse without any other interference. Absolutely Some not. think the dolls are a way for Stacy and other spirits of children to speak. Nope. nope. So, Ghost Adventures actually Woo! went here. Yeah. And they got uh clear evps and this is some of the stuff they got okay you want to play it must be told and i'll tell them you did it it's sick don't go in the bathroom okay get in there the killer is coming get to the hallway spooky interesting Ghost Adventures
1: actually does capture quite a lot of good like EVP like mm-hmm. audio sounds. Like in one of their newest episodes, you can literally hear a little girl talking and like giggling.
0: Ugh. And it's like, huh? I guess. Interesting. Sorry. No, I you're just good. had to
1: mention that. Sometimes they do actually catch evidence. <laughs> yeah.
0: They also capture the bottom half of a figure whilst using their infrared still camera. Disembodied moaning and shuffling have also been heard on several occasions. So these are the additional things that people have reported experiencing. Disembodied voices, creaking wheelchairs, and talking dolls. Um, large black apparitions with a fearsome black specter with red eyes that haunts the chapter chapel. Sorry. And it growls at Bible verses. <gasps> That's my worst nightmare. I know. <laughs> um, one particularly chilling account comes from a caretaker who claims to have seen a ghost of a young man with a bullet wound in his head peering out from behind the locked front doors. Could you imagine seeing that? I think I would just, like, leave.
1: I'm not joking. I would I'd pee my, my pants. Yeah. I would literally pee my pants <laughs> and start screaming. I don't know if I would think it's a ghost, though. Exactly. That's why I would pee in my pants. I'd be like, who's that? And then I'd start cussing up a storm, and then I'd, you know.
0: I would be pepper spraying them. We would be out there running. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Spirits of nuns residing on the second floor have been known to push and scratch men with tattoos. Specifically, they don't like men. Um. During tours, one caretaker has also experienced oppressive weight, cold spots, and eerie touches. Mm -mm. They also don't allow you to film the tour because sometimes the tour guide won't show up in the footage. (gasps) So they think the spirits don't like the tour to be filmed, so they don't allow people to film it. I would make people film it Isn't more often. Weird? Are you
1: kidding me? I'd be like, I need to capture this. Like, I don't why know. are you not letting me do this? Maybe
0: they asked or something. They asked the spirits. I have no <laughs> idea. I didn't ask the spirit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so there was also footsteps and faint moaning sounds. The um, previous caretaker caretaker noticed that everything felt calm when the lights were on at the nurses' station. And he appeared to be alone. However, when he turned off the lights, he saw numerous individuals walking around, some appearing as regular guests, while others uh, resembled patients needing care. Nope. Additionally, there's a closed off staircase in front of the building, and every evening, a tapping or rapping sound can be heard on the glass pane of its door.
1: That's an absolute no for me. That's, That's gross. like chills on the back of my neck. Yeah. You guys need to, like, look up photos of what the inside of this place looks
0: like. It's so scary. Because I'm envisioning this, and I'm like, "Mm, no thanks. So, one thing I will say about the chapel, Mm -hmm. it is, like, so creepy, and people say it feels gross, like, not good at all. Not even, like, normal haunting. It's, like, something evil is there. Well, that's what I remember most from, like, any video
1: i've ever seen of it is the chapel like i don't it's remember so scary most of the other rooms except for the basement mm-hmm. the basement and the chapel always freaked me out both
0: of them have the same feeling of just like bad 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 so mm-hmm. people think that the chapel feels that way because of how the priest acted like he was a very evil man okay and then also the chapel and the basement people believe to be demonic now because yeah. since it has been closed people have been going in and holding satanic rituals in both places well and they're still like and like pentagrams and stuff yeah. yeah so people think that like it is since brought in like sort of demonic energy because of those activities it wasn't necessarily from the time that it was yeah you know open and doing stuff it's post-closing
1: or whatever
0: was yeah happening. It was when it was already abandoned yeah stuff like that was happening um but yeah that's all i have that is spooky you guys should definitely watch the sam and colby video yes i will have it linked in
1: the show notes thank you and i think that's all i was thinking about it's just spooky
0: it's so scary All and i'll put pictures on our instagram hopefully one <laughs> of, of like us the outside will remember. and yeah. then maybe like
1: the, chapel. the shadow
0: figures in the <laughs> chapel. There has been really good pictures that have come out of this place. It's scary. It's spooky. I'm gonna have to rewatch that when I go to bed tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, Emily. Sitting too close to the mic. <laughs> uh, still too close. Okay, no, that should be fine. So today, I'm gonna tell you about the Winchester Mystery House that everyone and their mom already knows about.
0: Yes but oh,
1: okay i wanted a true classic haunting mm-hmm. um do i necessarily believe it's haunted no do i enjoy it yes um i'm just gonna read straight from legends of america y'all can follow along <laughs> i'll link it below um they just could articulate it better than i could mostly because i know so much about it i feel like i'd be rushing to try to get all my information out of yeah. my brain
0: like scatterbrain, like oh and this and, and this and, and also this and that because that's how I talk anyway so it's like yeah y'all
1: don't want to hear that for half no, an hour I get it okay so the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose California was the personal residence of Sarah Winchester the widow of gun I don't know what that word is magnate <laughs> William Winchester to ward off spirits Winchester hired laborers to constantly build and renovate the mansion 24 hours a day for 38 years Today, it is renowned for its size and architectural curiosities. It is also reportedly very haunted. Um, and I'll kind of go over why I don't believe it's super haunted. Mm -hmm. I've been swayed more into that I do kind of think it's haunted now, but not.
0: Last I, like, absorbed content about this place, I was, like, 50-50. Yeah. What sold me on
1: it was actually Garrett Watts from YouTube. Um... He's a funny boy. I'm just going to put it that way. He is a funny boy. He's a funny boy. So the fact that he made me believe that there was a ghost there, I'm kind of like, maybe it could be haunted.
0: Well, I th- Sam and Colby took, like, Call Me Chris there. Yeah. And, and Selena. Selena. Mm-hmm. And Selena is, like, sensitive, and she was getting stuff, and yeah. I believe Selena. So I was like, mayhaps. Yeah. Like, I'm not super against the idea.
1: I just, for a while I was, I was like, mm-hmm. no way. But after, like, Garrett went there and he saw some weird-ish, I was like, okay. So, go watch
0: his video. It's literally just Garrett Watts YouTube. I, th- in my opinion, I don't think it was haunted until later. We'll get into it.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, so,
1: Sarah Lockwood Pardee was the daughter of Leonard Pardee and his wife Sarah W. Burns was born in 1839, New Haven, Connecticut. Growing up, she stood just 4 feet 10 inches tall and was known for her beauty and sparkly personality. On September 30th, 1862, Sarah ma- married William Winchester, the son of the famous Winchester um, repeating rifle manufacturer. And that was a big deal because it was the first gun to ever, like, shoot multiple rounds without having to fill it yeah. again. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. I just know it was special.
0: It was like the... First, like actually good functioning rifle. Yeah, you didn't
1: have to reload after every single shot.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You could put, a, you could put a few in there. You could put a couple in there. Pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Get killed two people at a time.
1: You could go for a double kill, yeah. just like in that one video game.
0: Pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they together had one child, Anne Purdy, who died about a month after her birth. Then, about 15 years later, on March 7th, 1881. William Winchester died of tuberculosis, that's silent killer. Not really, but everyone died of tuberculosis. Very I cough a lot. They're loud. Just putting that out there. I know. That's why I took it back immediately. <laughs> that's funny. Is that is actually not really silent. No. But she ought to buff out. It, no, she won't. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> uh. So deeply saddened by the deaths of her daughter Anne. In 1866 and her husband in 1881 Sarah consulted a psychic she was told that there was a curse upon the Winchester family because of the gun they had the gun they had made had taken so many lives the psychic told her that the spirits of those who were killed were seeking vengeance and that to save her own life Sarah was to build a home for herself and the spirits would never be finished she was also told that the home would be in the west where the sun sets after her husband's death, Sarah Winchester inherited over twenty point five million Geez. Equivalent to four hundred and ninety six million dollars. And nearly fifty percent ownership of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. This gave her an income of roughly a thousand dollars a day. The equivalent That's to about twenty three thousand dollars a day in twenty seventeen. Wow. So it's higher now. Yeah. That's crazy. This made her one of the wealthiest women in the world at that time. Her inheritance would easily enable her to buy a property and fund ongoing construction. She then left her home in New Haven, Connecticut, moved out west, and settled in San Jose, California, where she purchased an unfinished eight-room farmhouse from Dr. Caldwell Caldwell, my bad. in 1884. She then began her continuous construction. She hired builders, carpenters, and laborers who worked on the house day and night until it became a seven-story mansion. She did not use an architect architect and added to the building haphazardly. Construction continued without interruption from 1884 until her death in September 1922. The cost of this eccentric undertaking has been estimated at 5.5 million dollars. Lacking no specific plan other than those she received from the spirits, the beautiful but bizarre 161 room. Mansion includes stairs and doors that lead to nowhere, more bedrooms, kitchens, and fireplaces than anyone could use in a lifetime, hidden traps, spice holes, secret passageways, and upside-down and columns. Other curiosities include windows overlooking other rooms, cabinets, and doors that open into walls, small rooms built within big rooms, balconies and windows on the inside rather than out, chimneys that stop short of the ceiling, and floors with skylights it's insane Uh, also stairs that go nowhere yeah stairs that go nowhere doors that go nowhere it's just crazy yeah like miniature doors Mm -hmm. it's weird
0: am i did i remember this wrong or do people say like she thought if she built this house this way that the spirits wouldn't be able to find her they would get lost
1: in the house yeah that's what the psychic had told her it was like you keep building and they'll get lost Mm -hmm. good luck so i don't know if okay i i don't think so they can go through walls have you ever seen (laughs) scooby-doo duh duh uh additionally sarah was intrigued by the number 13. nearly all of the windows contain 13 panes of glass the walls have 13 panels the greenhouse has 13 couples something i'm sorry Many wooden floors contain thirteen sections. Some rooms have thirteen windows. The mansion has thirteen bathrooms, and many staircases have thirteen steps. She is also seemingly obsessed with spiderweb designs that appeared in several windows and on fireplace grates within the mansion. Sick. Overall, the Winchester House is Queen Anne Victorian with shingles, sidings, bric-a-brac, uh, corner seas and accessories that show traces of fine Eastern influence and design not found in local craftsmen. Before the 1906 earthquake, the house was seven stories high, but today it's only four stories. At the time of the quake, the top three floors of the house, several domes, and the home's original seven-story observation tower collapsed into the gardens below and were never rebuilt. Hmm. It's estimated that approximately... Um, 20,000 US gallons of paint were required to paint the house. Uh, That's crazy. Of the, yeah, just of the mansion. There are roughly 161 rooms, including the four bedrooms, two ballrooms, nine kitchens, a seance room. Um, there are also 47 fireplaces and over 10,000 panes of glass, 2,000 doors, 52 skylights, two basements, and three elevators. The home's conveniences were rare at the time of its construction, some of which included steam and in forced air heating, modern indoor to- indoor toilets and plumbing, a telephone, a dumbwaiter, electric lights serviced by the state's own gas manufacturing plant, and push-button gas lights. The home even had an cater that allowed Sarah to summon her servants and indicate where she was in the building. The adornments were lavish, including numerous stained-glass windows created by Tiffany Company, gold and silver chandeliers, and hand-inlaid, Uh, part tiffany windows tiffany windows that's so sick right in her determination to build and build she lived her life in almost complete solitude and to further confuse spirits she slept in a different bedroom every night on september 5th 1922 sarah died in her sleep of heart failure at the age of 83 all her possessions except the house were bequeathed to her niece and her personal secretary Sarah made no mention of the mansion in her will, and appraisers considered the house worthless due to the damage caused by the earthquake, mm. the unfinished design, and the impractical nature of its construction.
0: I mean, I guess. Yeah. Kind of fun, though. And it's
1: like a big lot. Like It's pretty. Yeah. Well, it wasn't then because of the earthquake. It, but it is now. Yeah. The building sold at an auction to a local investor for over $135,000 and subsequently leased for 10 years to John and mamie brown who eventually purchased the house in february of 1923 five months after winchester's death the house was open to the public with mamie brown serving as the first tour guide today the home is owned by winchester investments llc a privately held company representing the descendants of john and mamie brown today the mansion sits on just four and a half acres and is open to the public for tours and it's really cool like mm-hmm. even if you just look at the building it's like wow
0: I would go here.
1: Same. It's like a bucket list. I want to go there.
0: So yeah, yeah, I'm not scared of it. No. He's on the Me neither. You're not scared of anything, though. Me? Yeah. I'm scared of everything. Okay, but when it comes to haunted locations, like, even if it's terrible, you're like, I would go there. I would go there. I'd be scared the whole time, but I would go there. Exactly.
1: Silly. Uh, So now I'm going to talk about the hauntings. Mm-hmm. Though some say that this mysterious house is nothing more than the product of an eccentric woman's mind, others say that the very spirits that Sarah tried to please with constant building remain in residence. Over the years, staff and visitors have reported several strange encounters, including hearing footsteps when no one's present, banging doors, mysterious voices, and sounds of someone or something running across the rooftops. Others have witnessed doorknobs that turn by themselves, strange bobbing lights throughout the building, and windows that bang so hard they shatter. Visitors in various areas of the large mansion often feel cold spots. Over the years, dozens of psychics have visited the house, and most have come away convinced that the spirits, including that of Sarah Winchester, still wandered the place. One ghost is said to linger is that of a handyman who continues repairing the fireplace in the grand ballroom. The black-haired man has often been seen pushing a spectral wheelbarrow or working on the fireplace. Others have reported feeling the presence of someone or something in the ballroom. The elegant gold and silver chandelier and the grand ballroom occasionally swings by itself. It's spooky. I've seen it in a lot of videos. Like it just sways. It's terrifying. It's gonna fall. <laughs> yeah. The elegant room was built mostly entire, most entirely without nails, costing over nine thousand dollars at the time, but about one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in today's crazy. Currency. Yeah. The exquisite ballroom features
0: walls. How do they make it without nails?
1: Dude, I don't know. I don't know how to build a house. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But it has six different types of hardwoods using monogamy, mahogany, teak, maple, rosewood, oak, and white ash.
0: That's so expensive. No wonder it was so expensive.
1: Yeah.
0: Real wood is expensive these days. Yeah, well, and it had the Tiffany windows and the chandelier. And tons of fireplaces fireplaces are expensive it's
1: crazy
0: and they had to put furniture in all
1: these rooms and now when you go see it you're only seeing half the house which is even more bizarre yeah
0: because there were seven stories yeah yeah sad very sad are there pictures of it from like its prime
1: i'm not sure i know you can find pictures of sarah and like of the carriage house but I'm not entirely sure if you can mm-hmm. see one with the full seven stories. Um, but located in the front portion of the house, the daisy bedroom, called as such for the floral motif and the stained glass windows, is said to be haunted. It was here that Miss Winchester was trapped during the Great San Francisco San Francisco earthquake of 1906. Staff and visitors have heard heavy sighs coming from this room, as well as reporting seeing a dark figure, um, camera malfunctions and photos, and a strange figure That has like a white rippling mass. So it's like Mm. a haze. That's
0: weird. I I don't think I've heard of that. I've heard of a black haze, but a white haze? A white haze
1: I've seen a couple times. Like, there's a cemetery in Chicago, and it's like one of the most famous ghost pictures out there. Are you okay? I found
0: the bruise on my head from (laughs) the person who landed on my head. I went to a concert and a crowd surfer landed on my head and I just found a bruise on my head. Honestly,
1: I'm not surprised. I thought it was
0: back here. There might be one back here too. Woof. Sorry. No, you're fine.
1: we <laughs> was just talking about the like famous Chicago Cemetery Yeah, yeah. Photo. It's a white mist, but like it's like an outline of a person white mist.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I guess I've just heard more about like shadow figures more recently
1: yeah well shadow
0: figures i feel like are more
1: common plus it's easier to be like that's a shadow figure but it's just like literally a shadow that's fair i'll give you that uh the hall of fires called so because of several fireplaces is also a hotbed for spiritual activity
0: i wonder why right
1: on one occasion a man working on a restoration project was on a ladder when he felt a tap on his shoulder Mm. he turned to find no one there when he returned to his task he felt a hand pressing hard against his back he turned again to find no one he quickly left the room to find another project to work on another spirit is said to reside in the basement known as clyde he appears near the old coal chute okay the basement and the old coal chute is creepy in garrett's video he like spends the most time down there and like that's the creepiest feeling and like there's one point where you look down a hall, and a lot of people see, like, a shadow figure. Hmm. Like, Selena saw it, I think, where it, like, yeah, yeah, peeked yeah, yeah. its head out. Garrett saw the same thing. Interesting.
0: So, like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, shadow figures give me an icky feeling.
1: They're actually my sleep paralysis demon.
0: Especially the ones that they're like, oh, yeah, they crawl. Oh, the ones that,
1: like, crawl on the ceiling. Isn't though? that,
0: like, Waverly Hills?
1: Yeah, it's called the Creeper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Have we covered Waverly Hills? I don't think so. Really? What are we doing? I don't know. Not Waverly Hills. Not Waverly Hills. I'm slacking over here. Let us know if you guys
1: want to hear about Waverly Hills. If we haven't already covered it.
0: We might have. I feel like we should have. Okay. Let
1: us know if you want us to cover it again then, I guess. Or if we didn't. I don't know. Um, on the outside of the grounds one staff member reported seeing a small woman dressed in black who was thought to be none other than Sarah Winchester herself the front yard also gives visitors a vantage point of a second story window where a translucent translucent, bushy haired female spirit is seen spotted or whatever Mm -hmm. I read that wrong but y'all get it tour guides allegedly try their best to avoid the third floor corridors at night because of the sounds and the footsteps and the voices that are often heard fair uh, that's the end of the Legends of America. I wanted to read this post from Reddit mm-hmm. because we all know apparently that's where I spend most of my time these days. <laughs> it was posted by the infamous Maze. Uh, link is in the description. Uh, Winchester Mystery House. Can anything be proven or misproven? Question. I've previously visited the house a handful of years apart. Or, sorry. I visited the house a handful of years apart. Previously, the tour only focused on the historical and architectural aspects of the house. Now they've ramped up the spiritual aspect, partially because it's near Halloween, but in recent years, they added a walk with spirits tour where they show areas where the spirits were supposedly seen. I know there's no concrete way to prove or disprove spirits existing in a house. I'm just curious about the story of Sarah Winchester and the construction of the house. A quick search online shows that people trying to prove both sides. Some same believe that the story um some same believe the story of the tour leads us to believe. Yeah, the tour. Yeah, okay. Others say it's made up to sell tickets, but every time I see that um there's someone trying to disprove it. There's no evidence. It just seems like they're trying to be negative about the story for who knows why. Maybe it's because someone that um how do you say that vehemently? Vehemently? Yeah. I know the word, I just don't know how to repeat it. Um, Disbelieves in ghosts. Maybe it's a game of telephone and they're just repeating what they heard. Maybe it's a disgruntled worker trying to get back at the company. Maybe it's simply a troll. The things I wonder about, they say the story is a hoax because it's bought by a theme park designer. However, the site doesn't strike me as an amusement park. It's historical and unsettling. If all the ghost stuff wasn't true, wouldn't there be more liberties taken to make it appear more haunted? I read one Reddit story where they say that ghost stories all made up to make money. Then they said Sarah never lived in the house and other Redditors jumped on saying she totally did, which made me doubt everything else they were saying. Some say there's no evidence of supernatural activity until the park owner bought it in the 70s, then the 20s. Then I read um, it, was, it was basically based on a newspaper article that date back to the late 1800s. Again, some say Chimes... Someone chimes in and says, "Well, everyone refuted that article. And maybe save face. Would you want articles about the ghost for your former employee be- employer being in the paper?" It seems to come down to people having an agenda um, to disprove the story of the Winchester Mystery House, and yet it doesn't seem there's much evidence to say that really happened. So that's basically where I've been. I jump back and forth from believing in it to not believing in it. Yeah, that's fair. Right now, I stand on yes and no. Like, I don't
0: think it's as haunted as they want it to be. Yeah, I also, from the Sam and Colby episode, they said that, um, they held, like, one of the former owners held uh-huh. seances. I think it was the owner after.
1: I think Sarah actually held seances, supposedly. I it was the owner after her. Quote, unquote, I think it was Sarah.
0: Okay. Well, they said that, like, she would hold seances, like, Mm -hmm. all the time, like, almost every day. Yeah. And if that's true, I wouldn't doubt that it's haunted because of that. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't necessarily believe in, like, the spirits from the guns. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's, like, a really old house with a lot of energy, uh-huh. It's probably haunted from that and probably haunted from the seances. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. That's so. why I was saying I don't think it was haunted till a little bit later. Yeah. I go back and forth. I'm like, well... I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Yeah. It just depends on the day. And the seance room is also full of mirrors. Yeah. Which is
1: bad. <laughs> it's scary. I don't think the seance room was actually the seance room, though.
0: Yeah, it was like a different room. I think it was, like, the top room. Like, but the witch's room. mirrors, like, create portals. That's why I'm saying it's not yeah. ideal yeah, for a house like this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyways, that's all I have.
0: Very fun. I'm honestly surprised we haven't talked about the Winchester house before. Same.
1: Well, it's mostly overdone, so I don't know if anyone would like it, but
0: that's I needed fair.
1: a true classic haunting.
0: Scary story. Yeah, we had to do classic ones for this yeah. one. Felt like a hospital was... Spooky. Classic. A non hospital nonetheless. A non hospital. Spooky scary. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you liked this very paranormal episode. Um, remember to rate, comment, review, subscribe wherever you listen. It helps us out a lot. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Instagram at Chronic Pain and Paranoia. We post things sometimes. Hopefully we're gonna get better about that. Um, but remember to plug in your heating pads, take your meds, stay stay spooky. spooky. Goodbye.